0: The College Baseball Experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their new over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home, for all of our free picks and podcasts. Alright, so no music intro today. Uh, My name is Noah Biennick. You can follow me on Twitter at 77NB, the word 70, the number 7NB, and I am the host of the College Baseball Experience. Now, yesterday we put out a podcast giving out all of our bracket picks, but we were pinched by time. Uh, Colby, who was the host of that episode, Uh, he had an interview scheduled with Jerry Glanville, like, backed up right after us with the Sports Gambling Podcast, the, uh, kind of mothership of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, so we were rushed in time, um, the quality wasn't, uh, where I was trying to aim it to be, I didn't get, I didn't get to read off everything that I had prepared Um, So originally I wasn't going to do a podcast for Friday's games because we were going to talk about Friday's games on that episode, but as that episode went along we were just kind of rushing through a lot of these games. So um, anyways, most of these Friday games are pretty juicy, like the one seeds are almost unplayable against the fours um, and almost unparlayable too, which kind of sucks but there's a couple of dogs that I like that are fours or threes, and then a couple of two seeds that are just short favorites that I'm going to play as well, so I'm going to give those out. Um, So if you guys don't know, I kind of do everything in sevens, um, because 77, that was my baseball number. I was born on July 7th, which is the seventh month, seventh day, Um, and I was born at seven pounds and seven ounces. Just a fun fact about me, so doing things in sevens today i have seven friday dogs i have seven regional futures i have my omaha seven plus tennessee (laughs) and then um, i have seven different parlay builders that you can play on friday's college baseball slate so who am i how how am i doing how are you guys going to trust me Well. Um, if, you, if you guys don't notice, this is the 21st episode of the podcast, and we did a, a daily podcast episode for every day of the conference tournament season. Now everybody's like, why would you bet on conference tournaments? You don't even know who's going to pitch. Well, that was the whole strategy. You find out who's going to pitch in those conference tournament games to know who's going to pitch this weekend when the team's in that same situation in a regional. So, how did I do betting on conference tournaments? Oh, we only had one losing day out of the six days. We went 5-1 and one on the days. Um, one day I even went 14-3 and three picking all the games. And then to finish on Sunday, which we didn't touch on how my record was that day, I went 5-1. and one. We were plus 3.85 units. So, I mean, giving these plays out for free, guys. I'm not charging anybody money. <clears throat> I'm doing it for free um, just to, you know... Save all of you guys some time and just allow you to watch and enjoy the college baseball games. And uh, for me, I just enjoy doing this. So um, without further ado, I'm just going to try to keep this under 20, 25 minutes because I know you're going to be listening on Friday morning just before the Friday games. Maybe at work, maybe on the morning drive to work, maybe on the afternoon drive from work. You won't have enough time to do your own research. That's why this podcast is here and I'm aiming for like 20 no longer than a half hour and if i'm going to do that i gotta kill these ads right here right now in this moment right at the beginning of the podcast fast forward three and a half minutes if you want to but the college baseball experience is brought to you by WinBet. bet make sure to get down on wins bet fifty dollars win two hundred dollar promotion where a 50 bet fifty dollar bet qualifies you up to two hundred dollars in free bets bet five hundred dollars or more on sports at the casino at sports or casino before July 1st, July 31st, 2022 to get entered into the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire fantasy football league. Multiple entries are allowed so if a patron wagers $1,000 on sports, they're eligible for two entries into the draw. There's so much to choose from and all you have to do is download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com to get started. The offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Also, SGPN, we're having an NBA finals contest. We're giving away $500 in our NBA finals prop contest, completely free to enter and exclusively on the SGPN app. Just download the app and hit the contest tab to get your entry in. Now on the sleeper sleeper is the fastest fantasy the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players you probably already have a fantasy league on there and i use it for some of mine it's a game changing project product unlike anything else in the industry and now you can make money on sleeper 2 by playing their new over under game it's super simple First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or under. For example, the number of points in basketball or the hits amount in baseball for a player. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the amount of money you put in. The main reason I'm excited, and many people are excited, about Sleeper and the over-under game is that it's the only app where you can... Join your buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button, and it's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. The uh, Sleeper code... I always have to scroll down for this, too. They put it at the end of the page. The Sleeper code is SGPMLB to get your 100% deposit match. Um, We're also brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplements. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptions to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all of your free data to free private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it Easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed for your devices like your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. So stop sharing everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy with the world. Take your privacy back today with the brand-rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com/sgp and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVANISH.com/sgp. Okay so we're good for the rest of the podcast i'm going to repeat what i'm doing we do things in sevens here my name is 77 so we got seven friday dogs we have seven regional futures we have our omaha seven plus tennessee and we have seven podcast builders not podcast but parlay builders um i don't know where i want to start i will think i'll start with the friday dogs um Because a lot of you guys, you don't have much time, so you want to know what you're playing on Friday. And a lot of you may have already put in your futures uh, for the rest of the College World Series and Road to Omaha. And I don't blame you, but I'll give out mine on the last day prior to the game starting. Um, A cherry on top of all of this, though. I have two straight plays that I'm going to do. I have Oklahoma, minus 125 against Liberty. Uh, I really think that Jake Bennett is a dog, and Liberty's a little bit beat up uh, on the injury side of things. So I like Oklahoma. They're hot right now. They're coming in. They're rolling after a Big 12 Conference Tournament victory. I don't see them dropping the first game against the Liberty Flames. And then the second straight-up play that I'm going to have on the day is Louisiana Tech against Dallas Baptist. Um, I'm one that just has been hating on Dallas Baptist, and I had them... As I had them jotted down in my preseason uh, College World Series Futures article and just watching them, literally they have not looked good all year long. So I'm going with Louisiana Tech, who's going to be throwing Jonathan Fincher, I'm projecting here. He's 7-2 and two with a 3.63 ERA, 71 strikeouts, only 9 walks in 74.1 innings pitched. Um, that's the kid that I think is going to absolutely shut down this Pats offense in DBU. Um, So those are the the two straight plays. Now for the seven dogs. Uh, We start at the top of the slate. Uh, Let me get the times here for you guys. That would be nice, wouldn't it be? So we have at 12 o'clock, Campbell is plus 150 against Georgia Tech. Now Campbell has an absolute dude on the mound in Thomas Harrington, who's going to throw for them. Campbell has a good offense; they're top ten in the con- top ten in the country in home runs. Uh, Georgia Tech is country in home runs as well, but uh, George, or Campbell throwing their dog Thomas Harrington. He's eleven and two on the year with a two twenty one ERA, hundred and nine strikeouts, only sixteen walks, and in, eighty five point two innings pitched. This Campbell team is an all around good team. They have a 298 team batting average, which is 41st in the country. They have a 409 OBP, which is 19th in the country. 111 str- uh, home runs, like I mentioned. They don't kick the ball around in the field too much. They make just over an error a game, but same with Georgia Tech. Um, their team ERA is at 451. Georgia Tech's is 664. So I really love the spot. Campbell has done it against good teams. They're five and eight against top fifty RPI, and they're seventeen and six on the road. Whereas Georgia Tech's eleven and eleven. I like the spot for the Campbell Camels. Um, X out of the Thomas Arrington window. The next dog of our seven is UNC Greensboro. Now, this is one on the podcast where I was kind of put in a tough spot whether I wanted to commit to it or not in our brackets picks podcast. The great thing about betting single games and not on a bracket is that you can put a half unit on these dogs that are long shots. That you can trust to win. Uh, UNCG's plus 180. It's not like a huge dog. But a half unit here. Um, And even if you lose. It's not a total big hit. And if you win it. You're like taking a whole unit back. So uh, just under a whole unit back. Um, For... UNC Greensboro Austin Parsley I project to pitch. He's ten and four on the year with a 3.67 ERA, 92 strikeouts with only 14 walks and 110.1 innings pitched. This Greensboro team is so hot right now, uh, coming in after winning the uh, their conference tournament. I think um, I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it because I might be off. Um, where is my uh, statesboro regional for my stats so unc greensboro is 9 and 1 in their last 10 they're 12 and 12 on the road where uh georgia southern is 24 and 6 at home unc greensboro though their team batting average is 311 that's 10th in the country team obp 401 that's 29th in the country um and they have uh they have parsley on the mound who's going to throw now georgia southern they don't really have an ace. And that's the gamble that I'm willing to take here, just on the one game. On the bracket, I did take Georgia Southern to win this game. But here, I'll put a half unit on UNCG to get the job done. Next game. Oh, and then that game. When was that game at? Uh, That game was at 7 o'clock p.m. I don't know why I didn't do this in chronological order. Now that I'm thinking about it, but whatever. Okay, Coastal Carolina against Virginia is my next dog of the day. I have Coastal Carolina at plus 135. Now, I think they'll be throwing, this is projected, I think they'll be throwing Reed Van Scooter, who's 9 and 2 with a 306 ERA, uh, 80 strikeouts, 22 walks, and 82.1 innings pitched. And this is just a fade on Virginia's Nate Savino. He started off the year great, but he's been scuffling as of late, along with the rest of this young Virginia roster. Uh, I really like Van Scooter Van to go out there and shove. Today, and this is like the strategy when you're playing a lot of uh, when you're betting a lot of Friday games in the uh, NCAA tournament. They these three and four seeds they have aces and they can go out there and shove for six, seven, eight innings, and the other teams basically one held the one, two runs. And it gives the underdog a huge advantage throughout the game, with the confidence of that their guy, their number one guy, is going to be on the mound, and they have a chance to win on any given day. So, a half unit, or this one's going to be this one's going to be a full unit. I like this one. It's plus 135, Coastal Carolina to beat Virginia. Um, Coastal Carolina, where is the Greenville Regional? Coastal Carolina is. Uh, Team Batting average of two ninety, that's seventy-third in the country. OBP of four oh one, that's twenty-eighth in the country. Um, team ERA of four seventy-seven, that's seventy-first in the country, and they're seven and three in their last ten and eight and seven against top fifty RPI teams. They're fourteen and ten on the road, and Virginia seven and ten on the road. So it's a fade against Savino, it's a fade against their young um, Inexperience and it's a fade against the fact that they don't play very well when they're on the road. So I like the Chanticleers and the Teal to get this victory against the Hoos. Um, next one is Central Michigan plus 210 against Florida. Last year, a four seed came out of Florida's regional, South Florida. Um, I think that that can happen again this year. I'm not going to get ahead of myself so with my regional features here next, but Andrew Taylor, he's 8-3 th- and three on the year with a 319 ERA, 117 strikeouts, only 26 walks in 79 innings pitched. His opponents are just batting over 200. They're hitting 201 against him. I really think that this inefficient Florida Gators offense that basically just rely on the home run ball uh, to get their offensive production they don't hit very well. They have a 273 team batting average, which is 168th in the country, whereas Central Michigan has a 297 batting average, which is a 44th in the country. And they have an OPP of 419, which is 6th in the country. They don't rely on the long ball, so you know that offense is going to be consistent. They're 8-2 in their last 10, and they're 19-10 on the road. And Florida actually has one of the worst home records in this tournament. They're 22-11. Um, I don't really think they deserve to get a host regional here. Um, Brandon Sprout has been pitching great his last three outings, but uh, I really think that Andrew Taylor is going to give Central Michigan and the Chips a really good shot to win this game. So fire up, Chips. The next game I like is Grand Canyon, who I have as plus 150 against Arkansas. Now... Grand Canyon could go multiple ways with who they decide to pitch in this game, but I project that Nick Hole, who's seven and one on the year with a three eighty-nine ERA, ninety-two strikeouts, twenty-four walks in ninety innings pitched, I think he will pitch and he's going to give the lopes a good shot to win this game because Arkansas is confirmed going with Connor Noland, who in the last eighteen innings he's pitched, he's given up eighteen runs, so he has not finished the year great Um, He had a good start to the year, but I don't know what happened. He's kind of just fallen off and uh, pulling up the team stats here for uh, the teams in Stillwater. uh, Grand Canyon they've team batting average of 309 which is 13th in the country 384 OBP which is 93rd they have a team ERA of 448 which is 47th and that's the strength of this Arkansas team is their bullpen but they haven't really been able to get to it because their starters just get banged up early in the games um Grand Canyon coming in hot. They're 8-2. They have good wins on the year. They've beaten seven top 50 teams, and they've beaten multiple teams in the field for this tournament. They're 21-6 on the road, and Arkansas has a losing record on the road. So this is another spot that I really like for Grand Canyon to get the job done. Um, the Central Michigan play was a half unit, at plus 210. This Grand Canyon play is also going to be a half unit at plus 150. The next game on our dog list is Texas State, the two-seed hosting, or not hosting, the two-seed the home team against the UCSB. Now, I know UCSB is going to have a dog pitching. They have a good three-man rotation, but Levi Wells for uh, Texas State, he's been pitching in this great Sun Belt Conference all year, and... Uh, for the Bobcats, he's seven and two on the year with a three oh one ERA, eighty strikeouts, only thirty walks in, eighty-three point two innings pitched. This Texas State team was one that I was going to take to get out of a regional until I saw their draw, which was Stanford. Stanford's just a wrecking ball, and there was no way that I could pick Texas State to get out of here in Stanford. But I really like Texas State to at least take one game, and I like them to do it here against UCSB. who's coming out of the Big West, one of the worst conferences this year. Um, They haven't really faced good competition this year, Um UC Santa Barbara, they have a 289 team batting average. Texas State, 298. That's 42nd in the country. They have a 402 on base percentage, which is 26th. 80 home runs on the year, which is 43rd. Uh, team ERA of 434. UCSB has a team ERA of 387, but a lot of that relies on their top three guys there. Texas State and UCSB come into this game are nine and one out of the last ten, but Texas State has seven wins against the top 50 RPI, and UCSB they're two and four against the top 50 RPI. Both teams play pretty well on the road. Texas State 18 and five, UCSB 17 and seven. I don't think it'll bother either one of them. I think that the Bobcats will end up winning in a dogfight here, though. All right, the last dog play of. The Friday slate that I like is Florida State minus 105 against UCLA. They're going to be throwing Bryce Hobart, who's 8-2 on the year with a 318 ERA. He has 94 strikeouts in 18 innings, or 18 walks in 73.2 innings. Uh, Florida State, just that's going to be principal. UCLA, both teams aren't very good hitting teams. So before I knock on UCLA for not being a good hitting team, Florida State's not a very good one either. I just think that Bryce Hobart's going to go out there and shove, and we have a nice price here on the Seminoles. I think that they could get the job done. Okay, so I went over my Friday straight bets. I went over my Friday dogs. Now let's touch on the Friday pod or podcast parlays builders. The podcast parlays are eight and five on the year, so plus many units on on the year. Parlay builders on the slate that I like are. Minus 225, Wake Forest against Yukon, minus 280, LSU against Kennesaw State. Minus 300, Oklahoma State against Missouri State. Minus 235, Georgia against VCU. And minus 235, Gonzaga versus Columbia. Now, not much analysis on any of these teams. I think that most teams should be able to get by pretty easily in their first round regional game. Um... The two teams that I like the most off of that list are Wake Forest, who I think is just absolutely going to go out there and stomp on UConn. They're going to rake. That's why their nickname is Rake Forest. Um, And LSU Moneyline, they're 280 against Kennesaw State. They're going to have Mikhail Hilliard on the mound, who's been their best starting pitcher all year. Um, and they have a really good bullpen, actually. So they've their bullpen has come along lately. It's really just been their starting pitching that has let them down. But Hilliard has been the guy for them going on Friday nights in the SEC and winning them games. So Wake Forest, LSU, and a parlay is minus 104. Now you may be like, Noah, why are you giving out a minus 104 parlay on the podcast? Well, those are my two favorites from that list that are short favorites. Throw in a little cherry on top in Maryland. Maryland was like a plus plus eight or minus 800 favorite against Long Island. Now your parlay is plus 123. We have Wake Forest Moneyline, LSU Moneyline, and Maryland money Moneyline at plus 123. That parlay, we have a winning record on the parlays. So there's a good chance that this guy is going to hit because we've been pretty good at scoping some of these out. All right. I had to grab a drink before we get into some of the futures that i have um the first regional we're going in alphabetical order in regionals here coming out of auburn I like it to be UCLA. I'm going to have them losing the first game against Florida State. But we saw this team, this Bruins team, play really well in the Pac-12 tournament against Oregon State in their third and fourth game of the tournament. They were putting up runs this offense. Has been coming along as of late, so plus 225. I like UCLA. Even if they can win against Florida State, that's even better. But I think that UCLA could be able to win four games in a row with their good pitching staff in the loser's bracket of this Auburn regional. The second one that I'm going to take is Texas, who I think has the easiest route, easiest road to Omaha of any team in a regional. Texas, they're minus 130 to get out of their regional. They have Louisiana Tech, who is one of the weaker two seeds in my mind. They do have postseason experience though, so that's the worry about them. Dallas Baptist, also postseason experience, but I think they're a team that didn't deserve to get into the field to begin with. And Air Force, Texas already has a win against, but they also already have a loss against. I think they're going to end up throwing Pete Hansen in this game. They're not going to lose to Air Force. Then they got Gibson in game two against the winner of the 2-3 seed matchup. And then I think with two shots in the regional championship they're going to be able to get the job done i like the longhorns at minus 130 there then we go down to gainesville where i'm taking a shot plus 950 on central michigan to get out of gainesville i mean we saw this with south florida last year i had already mentioned this in this podcast central michigan plus 950 they have a dude that's going to go out there and win them their first game against florida And their hitting is going to get them through this regional. Trust me, we're going with the chips out of Gainesville, plus 950. Um, Then out of Greenville, I like Coastal Carolina, plus 275. East Carolina, they have a good bullpen depth. They have the bullpen depth, but they don't have guys after uh, C.J. Mayhew in that starting rotation. So they're a little bit vulnerable there, and they haven't been great with the bats all year. Coastal Carolina, on the other hand, I really like this squad, and I like the way that their draw went. They get an inexperienced Virginia team. They get an East Carolina team who's not used to hosting, and there's a lot of pressure in that host spot. So I like the teal to come out of this region at plus 275. Then we go down on the right side of the bracket to a team that's hosting their regional and not the favorite to get out of it. It's Southern Miss at plus 140. They literally have... The second best pitching staff in all of the country, with team with two Team USA guys, Tanner Hall uh, going, he'll they'll probably save him to p- pitch against LSU in the winners bracket final. Um, so I like the position that Southern Miss is in, and I actually like them to make some noise in uh, this tournament here. So Southern Miss plus one forty to get out of the Hattiesburg regional. Then I like Notre Dame plus one forty five to get out of the Statesboro Regional. This one's a huge mess. There's four legit teams that I think could end up coming out of it, and I wouldn't be surprised. But this Notre Dame team is the most all-around team that you're going to find, and they're going to go out, and they're going to win that first game with John Michael Bertrand on the mound. He's been legit all year in a very offensive-heavy ACC this year, and Notre Dame, their offense is nothing to sneeze at either. I really like them coming out of this regional. Um, Texas Tech is going to put up a good fight, but I think that the Fighting Irish will get the job done. Then my last one, my seventh regional feature, is Grand Canyon to come out of Stillwater. Talked about them already on the podcast. I like what they've done so far this season. I think they should have been left out of the NCAA tournament, but we always see these teams, whether whether it's March Madness or whether it's the NCAA tournament for baseball, the teams that never seem to be reasonable to make it the bubble teams that kind of get in when you don't think they should be able to they make these magical runs and i have the antelopes making one of those uh magical runs (sighs) let's talk about those magical runs now we have we have seven omaha futures that i'm getting pieces of like 0.2 of a unit don't go crazy on these when you're playing in volume But I'm going to go from my least favorite to my favorite that I have here. Um, Louisville. I think they have one of the easier paths as well behind Texas. Louisville's plus 4,000 to win the College World Series. Um, They have... Oregon, Michigan, as their two and three seeds in their regional, and then Louisville's going to face Texas A and M, who I just I don't think their pitching is going to be able to do it. And I like Jared Poland in Game One over Nathan Detmer, and then I think Louisville's power pitching will figure it out in Game Two and Three when both teams don't really have established two and three seeds. So I don't really think this this Louisville team is a Omaha team, but the way that they're uh, they're uh, road to omaha plays out i i think they can get there i just i think they'll be two in barbecue in the bracket pool that i have them in with some of these other teams on this list then i have grand canyon at 250 to one i have them beating north carolina to get to Omaha. north carolina in the super regionals in chapel hill i just think grand canyon the antelopes have been doing well all season um they they beat good teams they play to their competition level and they're, they're a team that's set up to win a three-game series with that pitching staff. I like Grand Canyon to win in Chapel Hill. But I think they'll also be the team that goes to barbecue in this bracket for this side of the uh, the bracket in Omaha. Then, I don't like it. I think they'll have success in Omaha. But Tennessee at plus 250, I'm not playing it. That's the one that I'm not playing. That's why it's the Omaha 7 plus Tennessee Um We all know why Tennessee's going to get there. They have four MLB caliber starting pitchers that all throw mid-90s, just absolute strikeout throwers. And it's absolutely insane how well they can pitch and how well they can hit. Let me grab a drink. But this Volunteers Team coached by Tony Vitello is going to do the job. They're going to get to to Omaha. Um, It's... One of the best college teams I've ever seen, but the knock on it, on them being the number one overall seed, is that the number one overall seed hasn't won the College World Series since 1999 Miami, who is the number one overall seed in the first ever tournament that was in this format. So Tennessee plus 250, I don't like the price, one and two, uh, history is not on their side. Then we go to those Golden Eagles and Southern Miss that I was talking about. They have one of the best pitching staffs. I think they're set up to win a three-game series even more than a regional. Um, so I I like Southern Miss getting out of Hattiesburg with LSU there. LSU's just been too inconsistent with me at, or for me on the year, and their defense kicks the ball around all over the place. They make more than an uh, error and a half a game, it seems like. Um, so I like... Southern Miss uh to win their super regional which I have Miami hosting. I think that Southern Miss just again they had the better pitching to get them through that super and get them to Omaha plus 5000 to win the College World Series. Then my last four I wrote an article on all four of these guys to win the College World Series. The article was posted on Tuesday of this week. I grabbed Texas at plus 3000 Go read the article for the reasoning. Stanford, plus 1,600. Go read the article for the reasoning. I think that Oregon State edges out Stanford in the College World Series semifinal to get to the actual championship series in Omaha. Um, Oregon State had been beaten by Stanford during the regular season series. They lost the Pac-12 regular season championship to Stanford. They lost the Pac-12 tournament championship to Stanford. This is the time that Oregon State gets it done. Um, I like Oregon State going to the championship series, and they're plus 900 to win it. I grabbed them at plus 3,300 to win uh, it all back in the preseason. They're my preseason pick. I still like them. Um, They don't make mistakes in the field. They pitch well and they hit well. It's a complete all-around team. And the other complete all-around team that I like to get to the championship series in Omaha is Virginia tech i gave them about plus 2500 they have the starting pitching they have the bullpen they have the hitting the only thing is that they're a little bit young um, and they don't have postseason experience, but their coach is very experienced, eight postseasons in. He's never been to Omaha, though, so it's a little bit of an inexperienced squad. But that's why we found a nice price of plus $2,500 on Virginia Tech to win it all. And that's my favorite feature price. I think Oregon State's going to win it all at plus 900 so I have to give that one out. Um, this is day one of what's going to be a long June for us. I'm going to be putting out a podcast. The goal is... Every day of the postseason, whenever there's bettable games, um, I'm not going to be putting out a podcast. If there's like a couple of rainouts where we're expecting them in Miami, if Miami opens as like a minus two fifty favorite in that championship game, I'm not going to put out a po- podcast for that day. But I mean, expect podcasts uh, tomorrow on Saturday for Super or for Regional Saturday. I expect a podcast for a Regional Sunday. I Expect one. In the midweek, maybe talking about futures for the Super Regionals. Um, and then expect one for uh, Super Regional Friday, Super Regional Saturday, Super Regional Sunday. Then as we go into Omaha, we got two weeks of betting college baseball. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to have loads of fun talking to you guys through this microphone. Uh, thank you all for supporting me. Uh, follow me on Twitter at 77nb that's the word 70 the number seven NB follow the show on Twitter at TCE on sgpn Colby starting a cool 131 teams in the, uh, the preseason or whatever he's calling it for college football he it's really cool he does like 25 30 minute podcasts on each team in college football um, that's actually how I found sgpn so I'm not gonna knock on him at all for doing that grind um as he kind of lends the college baseball experience over to me for the rest of june and we are going to have loads of fun with it uh leave a like rating review subscribe to our podcast wherever you get in your podcasts it's really appreciated it does more uh than you know for the podcast rankings and for me with the higher ups in the company so Um, I appreciate you guys for listening, and let's get geared up for a great June. I'll talk to you guys later. Adios, amigos.